Hello. I turned 35 this week. I'm feeling pretty old. <laughs> but I thought that after such a heavy week last week and us going deep and vulnerable, this week we would keep it fun and light and I would share with you some of my life lessons. Including something that has to do with the bathroom. <laughs> hey, you know, we all, everybody poops. Yeah. Everybody goes to the bathroom. So here are eight life lessons that I've learned in my journey. Some of them you can take, some of them you can forget. <laughs> Let's go. No, they're all good. Here we go. Hi, I'm Tira. And I'm Wes. Welcome to I Get It, the podcast that lets you know we are all on this wild ride together. And speaking of wild rides. Okay, okay, Wes. <laughs> we are here to have those hard conversations you typically don't even have with your best friend. Yeah, from navigating parenthood to living with adventure and generating income so we can actually retire one day. No topic is off limits and we call body parts what they are. Life isn't always easy and you are not alone. Welcome to I Get It. Welcome to our Sunday morning. Tira's literally about to take a bite of what? Grapefruit. Grapefruit. I'm like, I have one more bite left and now I'm rushing it. Go ahead. I got this. I'll lead this out. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So Sunday morning, today's actually Father's Day and uh, Tira had a birthday this week, number 35, pulling a grapefruit seat. What was that you just pulled out of your mouth? I got too much skin in that one. <laughs> Hmm. Sorry. No. <laughs> I'm really sexy. I don't know anything about grapefruit, so I'm just seeing you eat this thing. I feel like that was a sexual comment, but I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> well, I just started <laughs> eating grapefruit. This is my very first one to eat at home. I've hated it my entire life, but it's been a goal to like it. Yeah. I've always wanted to like it. That's definitely a great life goal. Well, like my bougie friends all eat them. Yeah. And I want to be like Amanda. You know, like she's one of the coolest people that I know. And every time I've had breakfast with her, homegirl's like, eating grapefruit. Yeah. I idolize your life because you eat grapefruit. Yeah. And now <laughs> I am one of those people and it's really good. Definitely with sugar on top. You know what? Don't judge me. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So we're Sunday morning. Kids uh, are gone this weekend, which has been so nice. We've had a little refreshing week. And I know this week uh, we're going to talk about kind of life moments. Tira, you've been, lived 35 years in this world. I have. Well, life Although lessons I've learned. this morning you said, oh, I think we should do the podcast on like the 25 years I've lived, like what the lessons I've learned. And I was like, 25? So. It feels like 25. You look 25. I don't know about that. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll get in and just start talking a little bit about that. Yeah. That's lessons that I've learned in 35 years, um, starting with number one. Yeah. And Wes is actually the one who pointed this out. And it's so true. It's something I very recently told my daughter, not necessarily in these words, but everybody, everybody, maybe like one person's not, but they're insecure slash awkward. Yeah. Yep. Or feels insecure slash awkward. For my birthday on Friday night, I was able to go out with my closest friends, people that one of which I have not seen in over a year because of the pandemic. Several I've only seen a few times in the last year. And they people came from Nashville, from Huntsville. And a lot of them don't know each other very well because it's people I've either grown up with or just met along the way. And individually, every girl messaged me. It was like, can you tell me who else is going <laughs> to be there? Who else is going to be there? Because I need to mentally prepare. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I'm happy with who's ever there. But we all just felt 
nervous about it. Every single one of us felt that way, myself included. And I knew everybody that was going to be there. And so to some level, all of us struggle with feeling insecure. And I would like to think at some point in life, because I now realize this, that even like the Barbie that's perfect still is feeling a little nervous, that it'll make me feel a little less nervous. Hmm. You know, sending Olive to camp a few weeks ago, I knew that she was nervous. And so we talked about this and it's like, you are not alone in feeling this way. Find another girl and tell her, hey, I'm scared too. And then you'll be friends. Like it'll help y'all break down that barrier together. And yep. so, yeah. Yeah, because in high school, you think like, oh, the cool kids, the confident kids have it all together, right? Right. But there's, they're dealing with as much insecurity as you are. 100%. Maybe on a different level, you know? Right. But like, um, yeah, that uh, even in the college and even into the adult world, we have this, you know, this thing called imposter syndrome, right. which is exactly that. It's like being the person who you want to be, but yet you feel like you really, you're kind of Can't faking be. it, you know? Yeah. But like just owning that. Yeah, because we're all faking it to some degree. 100%. And so if you left a conversation feeling a little awkward like I do 99% of the time, know that that other person is probably also walking away feeling a little awkward. So you're not alone in that. The next number two lesson that I have gained along the way, there's the phrase that says, live like you're dying. And I hate that phrase. And because for a long time, that put so much pressure on me that I had to do all of these things in case I died tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not manageable. And I understand the heart behind it. There's the whole song behind it, the country song, you know. What is it? Live like you were dying. No, I can't sing it. I don't know. Keep going. (laughs) No. (laughs) Something along those words. And, um, oh, yeah, now I remember. I went skydiving. I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Country is my, <laughs> like, it's in my blood. Guaranteed you know every word. You're just not finished. I do all. know every word. And so you, it makes you feel like you have to do this thing, you know, all the time. And then you forget because you're actually not dying. Yeah. You know, unless you have been given a diagnosis, which if you happen to be listening to this and you have been given a diagnosis, like I'm not trying to make light of that, but the majority of us listening to this podcast have not received any type of news that we have an X amount of time. Right. And so we're just carrying across our day doing normal things, you know, and it hit me one day that no, I'm not dying. So I can't live like I'm dying. I can't just quit my job and, stop everything, but I can live like I only have one shot at this. Like I have one chance to do what I actually want to do. And we were watching, um, what did we see yesterday? In the Heights. Mm -hmm. We went and saw In the Heights in the theaters, which was so fun, such a fun movie. And watching it, these people just have so much culture and spunk and I was like, man, I get one chance to be on this earth. I get to do this one time. And in my head, I was thinking, man, I really hate that I'm doing it as a white woman. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like it is the least fun culturally. But it just reminds me that I got to take advantage of it. I don't get to do it again. And so that's the motto that I try to live by. It's not that I'm dying because I'm not, but I get to do this one time. And thinking of it that way, 
does help me say yes more often while also being responsible and taking care of my family and not abandoning everything. Yeah. I'm not going to go skydiving because I have four children, you know? (laughs) So the next lesson that I have learned, and this really came in 2020, is that having a bidet will solve most of your problems. Literally a life lesson? (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) why not? (laughs) It's nice to feel clean, you know? (laughs) A lot of us walk around and we just feel a little dirty, you know? (laughs) We can't just take a shower midday and clean ourselves. But when the toilet paper shortage happened last year, I was like, all right, there's no toilet paper. How am I going to solve this problem? I'll finally get that bidet. Installed that bad boy. I'm feeling pretty fresh. I walk around feeling pretty fresh. Cool. Yeah. Life lessons right there. You know, that's one thing I I don't know if I can relate on. I don't feel like dirty. Well, I think though, women and men, I think feel different. Yeah. You know, like y'all also have boxers on. They're pretty airy. You got some airflow happening. And we're all like, we got stuff shoved up our butts. Yeah. You know, even if it's not a thong, our panties are wedging us. Like we got stuff sticking to us. And as our hormones change, like it's hot outside. You just mm-hmm. feel sticky. So just go in there, freshen up a little bit. Get a little step, you know, pep in your step right there. Do I need to stall one at the office? <laughs> Actually, I thought about that recently. Yeah. <laughs> not a bad idea, but whatever you got to do to feel a little fresh, Feel a little good about yourself during the day. Invest in that thing. Cool. It's totally okay. <laughs> Life goal number four. <laughs> um, I did an entire podcast about this. I should have looked at what number it was, but that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And that is another lesson that I truly, truly live by. I'm constantly evaluating who is filling my mind and how... They are mentally and emotionally affecting me. And then also what role I am playing in my own friends' lives and how I'm potentially helping or hurting them. And it has helped me so much sitting at that table on Friday night, looking at my girlfriends and their spouses and just feeling really proud to know the people that I've gotten to know. And it's because I've been intentional about having friendships that uplift me and they are all so different and some of them are polar opposites, but the people that they are add such value to the world. And I feel really honored to do that, but it had to be a very intentional goal of mine. And so go and find that podcast. If you've not listened to it yet, it's one of the earlier ones that we did. I had more messages about it than I expected it to. But yeah, that you're the five people that you spend the most time with. Um, Another one, and Wes, this is one that you pointed out, was to not stop asking questions. Mm, I love it. Yeah. When you have a question, ask it. And I actually, this week, ran into a situation that I, I wasn't doing that. I don't want to be a hindrance on people. And so I did the virtual school all year this last year with my kids And never once reached out to the school system for help. You know, like I never asked, what does this look like for my kids moving into next year? And I may want to repeat this grade with my child because they've never been in the classroom before. And is this a possibility? And I discovered this week that that's not a possibility, but it's a year too late. And if I had known that, 
going into the school year, I would have done things completely different. But I was too afraid to ask the questions and be the hindrance. And so maybe for me, this is... Let's rephrase that. It's not a hindrance to ask questions. I feel like it is. And so this is a lesson that I'm learning this week that I need to recognize that it's not a hindrance. Yes. That it is my job and it's their job. And like, I don't mind when people ask me questions. I love when people ask me questions. So I don't know why I've had in my mindset that it's a bad thing for me to do the other yeah. way around. And this is something you are really, really good at. Because I'm dumb and ignorant. Well, no, that's <laughs> not true. That's no. not true. Well, yeah, but yes, because when we are ignorant to certain situations, asking questions empowers us and it makes us smarter. Do you know what I mean? That's why I freaking just love asking people questions and asking, you know, having somebody sit down for an hour and be like, hey, can I just like ask you blunt questions and... Like there's a Brandon Brown. He's a local financial guy. And um, I, one day I just had breakfast with him. I was like, dude, I just want to ask you questions. Like all these things that I've been thinking that I'm not really sure about. And he just sat down with me and like answered every question. And I think it made him feel valuable because he knows all this stuff. Like if somebody were sit down and ask you questions about photography, you'd be like, yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind ever answering things like that, but it's just something that I've struggled with. I grew up not asking questions, you know, and marrying Wes and being around Wes and seeing even last night we we walked around town we are childless this weekend and so we just like strolled around downtown for a long time and he's just so like able to just ask questions one Mm. after the next you know like how are you feeling about this and what do you think about this and it just doesn't come natural to me and it's a skill that I'm wanting to learn and I'm realizing more and more how important it is for me to do that as a human and as a parent to advocate for my kids and make sure that I'm setting them up for the best success. So I need to, like this year, I've already decided, which luckily my sister works in a school system. And so she helped me. She was like, before school even starts, go ahead and have a parent teacher conference before he even sets foot in the classroom and tell her, hey, this is my kid. I'm going to be having constant communication with you this year. And that's their job. And that's okay. As long as I'm supportive of them, I'm never going to be the parent that's like, my kid can do no wrong. But And let them set the barriers. You know, let them say, hey, I would love to do that, but I can meet with you at this time. You know, or let them say, I usually, I can meet, you know, a few times a year and these are the times. You know what I mean? Like, they'll come back and say, great, let's establish the boundaries that need to be established. You know? I think I'm just so easy to, I'm so quick to just be like, I'm going to leave you alone. You know, I just want to go under the radar and not annoy you. So ask the questions so you don't find yourself like me being Mm -hmm. frustrated. Um, The next lesson is keep trying. And this I thought about with my grapefruit situation. I've wanted like grapefruit my entire life. And as we grow and as we change, everything evolves. Everything, our taste buds evolve, our bodies evolve, our mind frames evolve. Like everything that we think about grows and changes. So if there's something that we're wanting to do, if there's something that we're wanting to experience, don't give up on that thing just because today you may or may not like it. Some things require practice 
And this is something that we are teaching our kids so much right now, you know, even with basic skills, tying their shoes and playing soccer or getting their cartwheel done right. Keep trying and don't give up. But we as adults tend to forget that lesson because we think, oh, we've reached our point. But that's not true. The more that we grow and the more that we learn and we listen to other people, the more well-rounded we are. And so to not give up on the things that we want just because we're 35. And this last week I had lunch with a good friend and she was like, so what are you wanting next out of life? Like what are, what are your goals and where do you see yourself? Because this last year I was just a mom and I've really reached this fork in the road of trying to decide what do I want out of my life. And I've really struggled with this over the last year. And you know, do I want to go back and get my master's to become a counselor? Do I want to get a coaching certification or just go more into photography? Do I want to run for a government position, you know, so I can actually be a part of the change that I want to see in the world? And so Wes and I, on our walk last night, I told him, I was like, you know, I'm still young. I still have time to figure this out. And so often we think that we have to have it figured out when we're 21 or 25 or 30 or 35, but we had a really good friend completely change careers at the age of 60, you know, so I can do something for a bit. And then if I want to go back and get my master's in five years when my kids are older, I can do that. If I want to start a counseling program when I'm 60, I can do that. And so it's not too late to ever gain a new skill or try something different. Yeah, that's huge. To add to that, I would say that if you want to grow, keep consistent. And that's something I, I don't do a good job of, of, you know, keeping that consistency and growing in that way. But uh, I think if you keep consistent, you learn from what's best and what's not. Yeah. Um, which we struggle with. Yeah. Consistency. This 100%. podcast has been consistent. Yeah. Proud because of, of you. Well, <laughs> um, the eighth lesson that I have learned and really saw the depths of this week is book the flight. Mm. If you're wanting to go somewhere, if you're wanting to do something, if you're saying you're going to do it, if you have the money already saved to do it and designated for that, just book it. So often we say one day, one day, one day, one day, and that day doesn't come. And literally for Wes and I, we have known all year that we are going to go out of town in the month of July. That has been the plan. And literally, even within the last couple of weeks, we're like, we already knew the dates. We've known everything about it. We just kept putting off booking the actual flight. So we got on and looked one day and it was $350 for the flight. And oh, that's expensive. It could be cheaper. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's not a bad for an international no. flight. We're going to Costa Rica. Well, not exaggerating. <laughs> The next day, that flight tripled in price. Mm -hmm. It went to $900. We've already booked our hotel. You know, we we already have this set that this is what we're doing and when we're doing it. And if we had just committed, there's something about that level of commitment that makes us a little nervous about it. And we would have, one, saved a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But two, that's the hardest part. I've always said booking the flight is the hardest part of going anywhere. And so I book the flight. That's my life lesson. 
when you know you're in the RV world, book the campsite. (laughs) That's another struggle (laughs) that we have. Yes. (laughs) Booking things is difficult, but we know you'll never get there if you don't take that step. Yep. And if you know that's what you want to do, do it. Because the thing about with us is the calendar gets full and then we're like, well, let's, let's see what we may have a job then, you know, who knows? Maybe the kids have something then, but if you have it on the calendar and we've already booked the flights and paid for everything, then we're going to go. Exactly. And you only live once. Yeah. So do the thing that you want to do. And the last big life lesson for me that I have learned in my 35 years is that it's okay to change your mind. And I've talked about this on a few different podcasts, maybe just to mention it. But so often we get set in a certain mind frame that we think this is the end all be all and we're never going to evolve or change. But as I have grown and I've seen people live out different experiences from myself, because we live in a very diverse world, I've changed my mind. Oh my goodness like drastic mind changes from the time I was growing up to who I am today on so many things. There was a time in our marriage early on that I didn't even want to be in the room with alcohol. Um, I just did not want anything to do with it. And now sitting behind me are three different bottles of bourbon. (laughs) We're not alcoholics (laughs) by any means, but I don't mind to sit in a room with alcohol anymore Um, Because I'm confident in myself and my self-control and ability to handle it. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it's the opposite way around. You know, you, for that specific thing, you may have grown up around a lot of alcohol and now you've changed your mind and realized you don't need to be around it. And so by having life experience and listening to other people and where they've been and what they've come from, we can grow and we can realize the world is so much bigger than the little part of it that we got to see. Yeah. And I have evolved in from the death penalty to universal health care to Black Lives Matter, abortion, everything by listening to other people. I have changed my mind. And I don't beat myself up necessarily for being wrong before, but it instead I allow myself to realize, okay, I need to keep listening because there may be other areas that I need to continue to grow and evolve in. Yeah. And um, yeah. Change your mind and be open to the change. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's so often like we, our parents have these thoughts and ideas and we just immediately take those on and run with it until we get to a point where we're like, oh, we can make a decision for ourselves. And so I think that's a, it's a big thing that goes along just with that. Is it just be open to change, you know? Yeah. Another part of that, I guess, is listening to actual humans mm-hmm. and not news outlets. I don't allow the news to change my mind. I don't. That's not where I gain my worldview. Now, history is a different story. I have, as you're learning correct history and the full story, that can definitely be a part of it. But listening to human beings You know, I was super anti-gay marriage and homosexuality up until the time I realized or learned that a very good friend of mine was homosexual and it was a, had been something that he had fought for years and it, it hurt me for him, the loneliness that he felt. And that just showed me a whole different side of the world and that there are people 
that experience things that have gone through things that just because I don't understand it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong or that I have any place to judge it or that I can stand against it because how can I stand against people that I love? Mm-hmm. So the more that you allow yourself to love people and see people as humans, the more you can be open to them and change your mind and realize homies that are on the death penalty right now probably should not be there. You know? Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Those are life lessons. Good job. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I just wanted this week to be easy. Yeah. You know, and little nuggets of things that maybe you had not thought about or need to think about differently or give yourself permission to say yes to something that you're wanting to do or go and hang out with the people that you may feel a little bit nervous to see because we've all been inside for a year and going back outside is a little nerve wracking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have definitely, one of the areas that I've changed in, I love seeing people out right now. I get really excited. Yesterday morning at breakfast, this incredible woman walked up and she had her hair in braids on top of her head and she was wearing a neon green jumpsuit. And I was like, dang, that woman is rocking it. I am here for that. And then we were driving through a parking lot last night and there was a girl standing outside of a car in this like goth dress. She was like super goth, and but it had tool underneath it sticking out. And she probably had seven inch platform combat boots on. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I am here for her. And so I'm loving seeing people just be who they are unapologetically and not being afraid of how they're going to be perceived at any point, at any time. And just stepping into the world and be like, this is who I am. And I'm digging this goth dress. And I love this tool. And I love this lime green jumpsuit. And I'm freaking here for it. Yep. So welcome to the world. You didn't even mention the girl that we saw with the short shorts and the fraternity shirt on that like went above her shorts. I mean, like I'm, we're here for it. <laughs> just basically like every you do <laughs> college, you, babe. college campus. <laughs> you do you. Yes. No, I'm here for the people that have a bold statement to make and they're not afraid to make it. Yeah. Like that to me is just so admirable and I want to be you because I want to be able to go out into the world and just be myself and not care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. So that is it. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for your conversations from last week's episode. If you have not listened to that, it's much more in depth. Felt like we needed a breather after such a deep podcast last week. Yeah, and I want to say thanks. Uh, you know, Tira shares with me comments, but doesn't say names and all that kind of stuff. But like, there's just some, uh, what is it, T? Like, uh, validation. Validation. There we go. I was about to say admirability. What is, <laughs> I don't even know what the word is. Uh, some validation in there and just like, okay, cool. I'm not alone, um, both from women and men, you know, but just like that was just, it was nice that people could stand up and be like, cool. You felt normal. I felt normal. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Cause none of us are broken humans. So for me sharing that, uh, it was just, I was like, cool. Okay. Yes. I, hopefully other people felt the same way I did. A hundred percent. And this is why we share 
And this is why if you find your safe space with someone that you can share with it, you truly feel safe. It helps you feel normal and not alone in the world. And that is our entire mission with this podcast and with our lives in general. Um, We have an intern right now at our studio and I don't know this guy very well. He's young. He's 20. He's not married. And he has seen me on a roller coaster. And finally the other day I was like, listen, I am who I am at every moment of the day. Sorry. You're probably not used to seeing a full blown woman and all of our emotions that come with it. So yeah. um just being who we are. So other people feel like you get a lot more than just video experience at our internship. <laughs> it's true. You know, these are some life lessons. <laughs> get you some life lessons when you work for Armosa. So yes, you all that are listening, you add such color and value to my life and are just, it's a true honor to be able to be here with you in your car, in your ears and living life with you. Please say hello. And if you have not left a review yet for my birthday, please get on and leave a five-star review and say hello. I would appreciate that so much. Follow me and find me at Tierra Wages on Instagram. I know that life is a little crazy And there are days that you feel a little crazy, especially when you realize that you're an adult and you're supposed to have it all together and you're still changing and growing and learning and life keeps flipping you upside down. You got to evolve and change with it. You are not alone. I get it. Be happy and love each other. Peace.